Hello, and welcome to episode four, four, how of Starcrossed Seaways. Having a little bit of a shot. We're at. We are halfway. This is our halfway. Oh don't, no! Don't say it too much. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. <laughs> uh, and before I have one of my lovely players do a recap of what has happened in the story so far, I want to highlight something that just launched this week for general access. Although if you banned the Kickstarter, uh, you already had access to it. And that is that we have a tools site. I'm just gonna pop up on the screen as well. A5e.tools, which you can use. It's got a searchable monster database. It's got searchable spells. It's got searchable magic items. It's got just about everything that you could want. And it is delightful. So if you're wondering things, if I'm looking for things, a5e.tools is now live for the general public, and it's really exciting. Okay, I will stop liking it, and it's in the chat as well. But it's really cool, you should check it out if you're running uh, level up games, you're gonna think it's great. I think it's great. I've been able to use it behind the scenes for a while, but it's great, check it out. Okay, who wants to do a recap? At this point, I think you know our players. Who wants to say give a recap? I think uh, Lewin did it last time, so. I did. So someone else. I'll do it this time so that I don't have to do it next time. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> it's like popcorning. Absolutely. Um, so last, so am I doing like a general recap of the whole thing or just last? Do a general recap, but like focus on what happened last episode in case folks missed it. Uh, so. Recently, the Flying Flynn Pirates, as Elizabeth has affectionately called them, uh, found a purple rock that fell from the sky that they're now calling Sky Rock. Uh, and their entire adventure so far has revolved around that. Um, we fought some crabs, uh, lied to some lizard folk. Um, we went and talked to an old grandma who runs a tavern named Olga who sent us to a witch living in a hut in the woods who doesn't have a crystal ball because she falls for, you know, email phone scams very easily. Um, whose name I still can't get right because for some reason I can't remember it ever. So I call her Ella. Um, we promised to go get her crystal ball, but we instead... Uh, got a treasure map, and that's where we headed last. Um, we are finding the treasure of Captain Sophia Arondo, Captain A, who Applestock used to sail with, and who Elizabeth was friends with once upon a time. Uh, friends being a choice of a word <laughs> that may be they were lovers <laughs> they were roommates oh they, were, they, were they, were, they were roommates <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Lewin 
and Apple stock were officially accepted into the crew. It was a really cool, emotional moment. Um, and Valar has been half dead for... <laughs> this will be the third episode where Valar has been half dead. <laughs> that <laughs> is know. true. And I was actually uh, checking out on the YouTube and the YouTube. That's what I call all of YouTube. And what I discovered was that someone actually, a YouTube commenter, had a really good um, idea for the ship being a haven only when you're at port. Mm. And that feel that makes a lot of sense to me. So let me see who that was. That was Drake Aram. So if you're watching this, you're watching this later. That's really smart. I should have thought of that. I really like that. So I think that is something we will adopt as you uh, spruce up your ship, because we've established that uh, the ship is missing some components. Hmm. A little bit, um, not the most trained of crews. No. It's, it's Cled's fault. It's yeah, Cled's fault. Everything is Cled's fault. Whatever uh, it is, it's Cled's fault. But yeah, I thought that was really smart. So we won't adopt that. So you don't have to pay for a room at an inn when you've got a perfectly decent ship to sleep on. So. so next time we dock, I get all of my stuff back. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yes, but not while you are docked at this treasure island, which is where you are at yeah. right now, looking for uh, Captain A's treasure, because Captain A seems to have um, absconded with your witch's friend's crystal ball. And her name is Eladre. Because she is a dragonborn, and why wouldn't she? I didn't want to say it wrong, but that is what I—that is what I thought it was this time. So it's good to know that I have finally remembered it. Yes, and yes, eventually your ship will just be a, a stronghold once it's you know. I got a lot of good stuff for that at much <laughs> higher levels than we'll probably reach. We'll probably reach unless we get renewed for our second season, huh? Which huh. we should. <laughs> I'm just saying. But we're not the ones to make the call, so. <laughs> my boss. Anyways, so that is where we left off. The sun was setting over this island. The fog that had been plaguing the ship all day had finally cleared. Is that a hand? Yes, it is. Uh, I also did my, like, uh, study deliberation last time. Oh, yeah. Um, ahead of us going out to like onto the island for the treasure. Um, yeah, so super prepared for it too. Yes, and- e Expecting the unexpected. Expecting the unexpected. You have level three stuff. So the question, do you rest on board the ship before heading out? Captain Flynn's been sailing all day, but she's tough like that. I didn't get fatigue or anything. You didn't. So, so I mean, Elizabeth would be pretty gung ho about it because you never, you never know who might be waiting. So we're we're back on the ship, right? We haven't. Do, do we 
we win we're still on the ship right now. Okay, we haven't got off. We we like just docked. We're at the island with the treasure now. Okay. Yes. Anchored but, just a bit away. Personally, I, I might like it an an hour or two to prepare a little bit. We can take um, an hour. And um, <laughs> he would just like creepily just kind of walk up behind Captain, just kind of lean down and go. I've been hearing voices in my head again. I'm sorry? I've been hearing voices in my head again. Do you want, do you want to talk about it? And he or- just kind of look off in the distance and he goes, I think I just need to talk to myself. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so already... Already- Why'd you tell me about it? Do you do you want me to be there for it? Do if you, you want would me to like, like to supervise, the maybe. Sure. Okay. We've got an hour. Uh, no. While while Lewin does whatever Lewin needs to do. What? Uh, I would like to find a place on the boat to sit, and you may come sit with me. I feel like uh, after all these stressful events. You might need to meditate and relax. Me? I need to relax? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're probably right. Yes. You're probably right. Yes. Apple no. would you like to join Take us for meditation? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't mind joining y'all. I get those little voices in my head, too, sometimes. So I would like to, you know. Think and self-reflect. Firstly, there are rules, but only because Applestock will be joining. (laughs) (laughs) You invited me. If you didn't want me here, I can just... No, 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 I wanted you here. It's just that you have to sit still and be silent. Yes. I I can sit still and be silent. I can do that real good. I will bet you five gold that you can't. I will bet captains five gold that you can. No, you will not. Yes, I will. (laughs) It will just be a total of five gold. That is it. I don't know how betting goes. I'm assuming that's how you do it. If I win, Apple stock gives me five gold. Oh. Or we added to the Apple I do have five gold. Well, considering you don't spend any money. How do you know whether or not I have money? Well... If not, it'll be part of your Apple debt. All right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, where's the quietest place on the boat? The quietest place is probably the um, probably down in the hold. Uh, there's some sleeping quarters and the uh, the brig that I imagine Lewin was briefly kept in until they decided that it was completely unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> and the bars are like so spread apart that even Lewin with like the hooves and everything could just walk right out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, honestly, it's just kind of a room. Oh, boy. <laughs> they, they've got like manacles in there just in case, but. Lewin <laughs> never seemed like that level of a threat, I don't think. But next near where the like the brig and the like lower deck sleeping areas, there's a couple of storerooms that are well somewhat <laughs> it's where they keep like the extra sailcloth and such. 
that's probably the quietest place because no one ever goes down there unless it's repairs are needed. So Vala will uh, make a way down there. Do, do, I, do we pass Luan at all? Yeah, what is, how is Luan? I think I know what Luan's doing. Uh, what is Luan doing for it? Um, Luan is going to first stop off to see his good old buddy Cled in the kitchen. Um, okay, and he's going to like this now, I think, after looking for Apple stock for... Because <laughs> he doesn't um, know that you were in on the joke. Smoke bomb uh, and run away. <laughs> smoke bomb. Uh, and I'm going to say, Cled, uh, the captain sent me down here with a very important uh, errand to run. Um, I need... Just a, just a lot of charcoal and herbs. He looks at you and kind of like sizes you up. It's like, yeah, sure. Uh, rosemary from Lowen's food supply. So uh, whatever you're cooking. Um, but you're not putting, you're not burning stuff outside of the kitchen, right? Because fires on ships. No, that's a really bad idea. Uh, I mean, if you would like me to burn it here, I can burn it here in the kitchen. That's that's fine. Why don't you do that? Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and then I will just, I will gather all of my ingredients and just uh, pour as much herbs as will make 10 gold worth into a pot and begin uh, casting my, my ritual right here in the kitchen in front of Clint. That's so what you weird. Do, I think, pass like an open door to the kitchen, and there's like the strongly scented smoke coming out, and Luin's just like chanting. And uh, yeah, that's not a problem, right? Hmm. Well, we know who Luin's parents are, so. It's not actually that surprising. No, it's not. It's fine. Well, excuse me. I have to go to my room to get my plants. <laughs> and he'll leave and he'll come back with like two shrub like plants. <laughs> He's like, I shall now meditate. Do have you, you all been, know how to meditate? Have you been growing plants on the ship? Just in your bedroom. Yes. If you look into my room, he'll just like <laughs> bring you to 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 his to the uh, to essentially like where all the supplies and stock and stuff is. There's like greenery all up the walls. <laughs> oh my god! Just updating the map of the ship that I have. <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> just kind of stands there, dumbfounded. <laughs> you don't ever come down here, do you? Of course not. Why would I? Why would I go to any of your rooms? <laughs> Why are you sleeping in the storage room? <laughs> yes. Well, it has the most room and I don't have to share a bed with Cled. No offense to Cled. That's fair. <laughs> I wouldn't want to share a bed with Cled either. Cled in the background. <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's cl- up, yes. Upstairs, Cled just gets like that like shiver down his spine like someone's talking about him. <laughs> Yes, apple. yes, apple stock. Uh, yeah. Um, why don't you just grow apples on the ship? I don't like apples. Oh, that's <sighs> fair enough. I only eat them because we are, I believe you said, Captain, broke. No, no, no. You're all broke. <laughs> I have okay. money. 
I bought us cannonballs. And once we get this treasure, maybe maybe I'll somehow be able to make it so we can grow trees on the ship. In true One Piece fashion. <laughs> I, I would love to do that. I have a lot of experience. People say I have a green thumb, I think. Is that the words? Green yes, that, that is correct. Well, I have honey and I have comb. Let's go. <laughs> he just kind of walked past you guys with these big bustle shrubs in a pot. <laughs> he can just sit down and cross leg. Follow. Applestock sits down, cross legged. Repeat. No, Elizabeth sorry. stands there, arms folded over her chest, <laughs> closing her eyes. Hmm. Repeat after me. And then you just watch as he After uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> a mile away. Um, and he, he just kind of opens his eye, just look at Applestock. And then he closes his eye back and he goes, hmm. Hmm. Defend nature. Defend nature. Embody. Strength. In body strength. Ensure the cycle. Ensure the cycle. Walk the world. Walk the world. And then he opened his eyes and his eyes are like glowing. <laughs> like divine light. <laughs> and then he just starts speaking in a language you can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what language is it? Uh, abyssal? Abyssal. Ah, nope. I speak primordial for some reason. Abyssal with a mix of celestial. Just. <laughs> but I would. He would be doing this for a whole hour, like nonstop, until I finish my ritual cast. <laughs> Elizabeth stands there and occasionally like opens her eye to peek and see if Applestock is moving. No, Applestock at one point I think would catch like eye contact with you and just go, My eyes did not glow like like beach petals. You think I said it wrong? You owe me five gold. <laughs> <laughs> That was so slick. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me I'm starting making that exact same face of like <laughs> Yeah. Apple stock is shook. <laughs> Apple shook. Apple shook. Apple shocked. Wow. Apple stock is just actually gonna get up and just walk by and go, You're gonna regret that now. And then just burn out of the room. Oh, <laughs> also, a good point from the chat. You should, you're not, you don't have strife anymore. But you just have those two levels of fatigue because you got further down the, the ticker. Okay. Woo, yay. Congrats to me. No more strife. Because strife kind of sucked. <laughs> it's, it's tough, I yeah. Fatigue doesn't isn't your friend either, but it's not, you no longer have disadvantage on all ability checks. That is good. And that's a start. Thank you, chat. But yes, at the uh, 
well, quite slightly before um, this all finishes down below decks, because <laughs> I think um, Lewin got started just as a bitch first. Uh, the cauldron burbles and this like, leggy, horned, spiky thing crawls out of the pot. Sitchin goes, yes, Master Lewin. Harold, they sent. I look at Cled and go, Harold, Cled. They sent Harold. Cled, this yes. is this is well. Your name's not actually Harold, but that's not my name. Why it's, do you call me Harold? Uh, hey, listen, Harold. I'm I'm very glad you're here. Um, I actually have a very important task for you. Uh, why don't you follow me? And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop up Harold in my hand. Uh, and I'm going to take him above deck and show and him the cleaning supplies. As the thing crawls out of the cauldron, it changes form and into a toad with goat's horns. I'm going to set the toad on my shoulder while we, while we make our journey up above deck. Uh, um, and... Be like, uh, well, so Harold, how, 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 how are things down there? How's, how's mom and dad? Yeah, as well as could be expected. The toad do, croaks. Do they, um, do they ever talk about me at all? The toad thinks for a slightly discouraging, really too long amount of time, and then. Your mother was saying something about. Uh, did you forget to get her uh, something? Her birthday. How how does she expect me to get her something on her birthday? I've been on this shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Harold. I didn't mean to take it out on you. You're you're just the messenger. Um. But I, there is something I am going to take out on you, Harold. Uh, and I'm going to show Harold the cleaning supplies. Um, Harold looks at it and... Master Lewin? Mm-hmm. I am the family butler. I do not clean. Well, um, you see... Harold, things things have changed a little bit for us here. We're not really um, we're not really royalty up here. We're sort of um, Toad looks appalled. <laughs> we're sort of cleaners up here, uh, and unless we want to go, and I point into the water, unless we want to go into there, we we need to clean. I fail to see how this is a we problem. Well, um, I I did summon you here, so I think um, by the rules of our our homeland, you sort of have to obey me now. The toad puffs up its throat and then lets it out as a sigh. Well, uh, I'm going to do some reading. Uh, let me know when you get this area cleaned up. <laughs> <laughs> and down below in the belly of the ship, did Captain Flynn remain for the entire ritual? 
She would have left as soon as Apple stock did um, just because she needed to make sure all of her stuff was untouched. Uh, Her door to her quarters when she's not in it is absolutely always locked. (laughs) Not that that could stop Apple stock, but you know, it's uh, kind of like as soon as I leave and Apple stock says, you're going to regret it. I'm like, Oh, Apple stock is going to mess with my stuff. (laughs) Um, so I immediately go into my captain's quarters until everybody is ready to get off the boat. So only um, Valar is down in the hold when one of those potted plants leaves shuffle. And then two leaves move. <laughs> Golden eyes. In- he just kind of hold it in front of his face. Oh, hello. A branch reaches out and touches your face very lightly. Just a little like, leafy stroke. Hello. <laughs> you are gorgeous, aren't you? One leaf kind of like covers his eyes modestly. <laughs> yes! Computer! <laughs> uh, he's just. Your name shall be Honeycomb. That's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) You can hop out of there now. (laughs) Um, Honeycomb lifts out of the pot. There's like a little like root ball and a little root comes out. A little root comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Look at you. <laughs> Some radically different familiars on this ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had a demon familiar and a, a basic a nature familiar. <laughs> at this point, Applestock is kind of Elizabeth's familiar. Oh <laughs> I'm somewhere in between nature and a demon, so that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You can stay onto my shoulder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in my head, a shrub is like really tiny like that, but are they like a bushel like this big? So an awakened shrub is a small creature. So I think I would, I would be open to it being like the size of like, like maybe like here. <laughs> And I am imagining it as literally like so round. Like when you first started making sure my first thought was moss ball. Like those like like, orbs. Yes! (laughs) That was an option. I could have got a mushroom. (laughs) I love this game. (laughs) And what was Applestock up to for getting revenge? Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to enact one of my plans, one of my pranks. Oh, no. Step one, sneak into the captain's uh, quarters. Oh, boy. I'm going to stealth in there. Um, If the door is locked, I will pickpocket it. Or not pickpocket. Make a stealth check for me. (laughs) Yes. Let's see. Yes, you pickpocket the lock. Captain Flynn is 
actively searching here. Yes, that is that is very true. So um, perception check from her. Hmm. Perception check. Yes, please. Opposed. Opposing a Apple stock stealth check. Well, I imagine Apple stock is going to do a lot better than me. So. I think I have expertise in something now. Wait, let me double check. There's something. I have something. Okay, yes. Great. Um, plus. Okay, that's going to be. Mm, mm, mm. That's just going to be a 14. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna use Intrepid um, to add an expertise die. I need. I rolled a ten plus two, for so I'm at a twelve right now. Your odds are good. I rolled a three on. That's a fifteen. You're calling up to your quarters. Yep, there's Apple stock. Their hand on your door. I think Applestock just feels a hand come right down on their like shoulder, like all of Elizabeth's weight bearing down on it. <laughs> Applestock. I was just checking to make sure that your that your lock was secure on your door. Don't lie to me. It's partial truth. I was doing that by checking to make sure how easy it was to get in. <laughs> Apple stock. Yes, Captain. Walk away from the door. Or you will regret it. Apple stock sidesteps. <laughs> and then sidesteps again. All the while slowly turning their head up. I live by my word. You will regret this. And then Mate. throws five gold at the captain and runs away. <laughs> Elizabeth absolutely catches it and just puts it in her pocket. She is unbothered. So you reconvene with two new familiars. Um, the closet is in closet form. Uh, very grumpily. Mopping. The deck. <laughs> Why is there a toad cleaning the deck. Oh, Vala! I I wanted to introduce you, Vala. This is my my uh well, well call him Butler. He's my family's my family's uh, assistant. Uh, his name is ha well. You can call him Harold. His real name is, <laughs> but uh, you know is, that's is a that little bit hard to. Was pronounce. that in abyssal? Yeah, it was. <laughs> so he'll just go. <laughs> Well, can say my name right. I mean, we'll have to. We'll, 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 
you're not very nice for being my butler. Um, I am the family's butler. So, your family's butler is a toad. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a closet. He can he can look like a toad if you'd want him to. Harold, look like a toad real quick. Oh, uh, that's not Harold. Bat form. <laughs> That see? is cool. It's, it's, pr- it's pretty cool. <laughs> and, uh, Just doing this to see how many weird noises I can make. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Harold you... Centipede! That lands and becomes a very... <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> well, uh, and he'll just kind of... he Velar hands will disappear into the shrub. And then he'll just start scratching... <laughs> scrub like petting it. Fella, have you spent too much time around the sky rock? No. There's a sky rock? And the eyes. <laughs> this is honeycomb. Honeycomb. Very nice to meet you. And it holds out a leaf. Very nice to meet you as well, honeycomb. The voice in my head said to grow shrubs. So I did. I'm, I'm sorry, the the voice in your head? Yes. There is a divine-sounding woman that speaks to me almost every day. Right. Uh... Cled behind Lewin has a concerned look on his face. <laughs> well, uh, did you hit your head really hard in that in that river that we were back there? No, this has been happening since I got on the boat. So I just assumed the boat was haunted. Boat's haunted. The boat is we should tell if the boat is haunted, we need to tell the captain right away. Elizabeth I... is definitely the one haunting it, just <laughs> tormenting everyone. She's like, You don't want to listen to me. I'll, I'll show you. Mm, I think it is fine. All right, Nala, but we're we're gonna we're gonna circle back to this after we're not looking for treasure and and trying to get paid for our our, our, our piracy. Yes, and he just he'll look the whole kind. You shall also wrap up. No one needs to recognize you. So he'll just take some of his like bandages. Oh, oh, you're killing me! <laughs> oh, you! He'll just take some of his arm bandages and replace it with new ones on his arm, but the old ones he just wraps around the shrub, so it looks like a mummy shrub. <laughs> Isn't it cute? <laughs> Why is yours so cute? Why aren't you cute? <laughs> your family. Cute is not really in our dog description. That's fair. Well, yeah, you got a point there. All right, come on. We're going on a trip. Cute is not in the contract. (laughs) It's not in the contract. (laughs) It is now um, properly evening, but there's a full moon, so there's enough light on the beach that you can still see pretty easily. Although the map did assume you'd get here in daytime. It's fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> but the crew lowers a boat for you to go ashore and you uh, get in and the Skyrock's still in uh, the captain's pack, right? Yes. Like it's like wrapped in parchment and stuff. It's in like a cloth bag or something. Got a glittery swarm of minnows following you. Yeah, she kind of expects sea life and all life to be following her. So yep. this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, she just takes the group that is here and uh, whichever crew member was like the best at digging, basically. Um, mm -hmm. That wasn't necessary in case someone decided to attack the ship while we were just on this little coast. Because I, you know, I had this all planned out. It's going to go perfectly, basically. Hmm. Who's the best at digging? Perfectly. Well, you know. Oh, your dwarf, Golden Mall. Absolutely Golden Mall, who is Sweet. not what I have a character to art for there's 20 people on your ship. Uh, but Golden Mall is happy for any chance to get off the ship. They do not like the water, why they signed up to be a pirate. No one's yet been able to work that out. Digging, 100% their thing. Yeah, Golden Mall's there with us. And they are clinging to the side of the boat the entire time because it Who's rowing the rowboat? Yeah. Uh, definitely Lewin and Valar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lewin has Harold holding on to one side of the oars and then is like rather lazily using Mage Hand on, on the one end of the oar. <laughs> Do I, do I see him doing that? Yes. Um, I think that the closet is not large enough to push an oar, so you're going in slow circles. So, <laughs> so, so Valar would just reach over and just... Whack! <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> you straighten out. and uh... you're, you're doing great, Lewin. This is hard! <laughs> Realize I gave him a dad, a dad like. <laughs> You'll be okay, Lewin. You're doing great. Oh no! I'm, oh glad, you're, I'm glad you're here. I'm not right now. I'm very grateful for everything you've done, but I hate this captain. <laughs> the price of treasure. <laughs> um, and you uh, you pull up to the air. Uh, to the island, the moon's uh, honestly lovely, all very, uh, very peaceful, and you can consult the, uh, the map. And yeah, sure enough, this is a very small island. It's really just like a spire of rock, some shrubs, uh, and sure enough, you find the spot on the beach where you think, you think that. Captain A's treasure is buried. 
wherever the X marked the spot. The X marks the spot. Um, Elizabeth also has like a very small chest underneath her arm. Like it's very, very tiny. But, you know, there's something inside. Yes, Avalstock? What you got there? It's a gift for Captain A. Uh. It is not a nice gift. Yes, <laughs> Applestock. No, no, no. You you go for Lewin first. Yes, Lewin. Um, I just wanted to make sure that we we were all on the same page for what you would like us to do should uh, Captain A arrive while we're digging. Well, that depends on what she does. If she wants to talk about it, I'll be glad to talk about it with her. And if not, well... Then we'll kill her. <laughs> it's <right>. my face. <laughs> yes, Applestock? Is what's in that box there you're holding gonna kill her? I sure hope so. <laughs> you're real intense right now. Which is which is like the vibe that you like for, but but perhaps maybe you should think this through maybe a little bit. I uh, have thought about this for years. <laughs> and that's fair. But how would you feel if something real bad happened to her? Oh, I'd feel so good. <laughs> I would feel incredible. <laughs> oh my god. There is wow. a, as something is underneath where Golden Ball is digging. Captain. Get it out. And then behind you, oh no. You hear a sort of a rattling sound. And then like the sound, snakes. No. No. Like bones. Uh, do I get I a whiff of something being within 30 feet of us? Is it a trap? Um, because with my study deliberation, I did say to be prepared for all traps and tricks since I know Sophia so well. I think this is probably not something that surprises you. No, although you didn't know she had a necromancer on staff. That sounds like bones. And what kind of thing? They are within 30 feet of you. What kind of thing can you send? Uh, it says, I automatically know when there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey fiend, or undead creature within 30 feet. Aha, yep. There's undead. Although it says, no, I don't know which type, technically. I just know that something is there. Something is there, and it's climbing up. But I reckon that because... Um, between the preparation and the uh, the sensing, 
that you get a round of attacks before the skeletons. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> and let me. Hey, does anyone else hear like a xylophone kind of sound going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Gold Maul, get that chest out. Everybody else, draw your weapons. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your initiatives. We'll do a round, and then I will as they climb as they dig their way out. If um, I roll a nat twenty, can I get two rounds of attacks? Ooh, no. Uh. Um, do you want us to roll for familiars, or do you want to roll for familiars? Do familiars operate on a separate initiative from you? They do. Uh, it's they well, do. it's just it's up to the DM usually. I usually just go with they operate on the the character's turn because it's easier that way. But like whatever you want to do, make it fancy. I usually have them operate on your turn because it's usually easier. They're gotcha. usually working in concert with you, so that feels prudent. Cool. Uh, I almost rolled an at twenty. <laughs> Uh, I didn't. You didn't, but you almost did. Um, I rolled a two on the dice. So, that is not great. Um, we had our dexterity, four. right? That's a four. Yes, and they um, are considered to have half cover until they dig themselves out. Interesting. Oh, they're like coming out of the ground. Yes. You think this was a, well, break glass in case of emergency collection of bones underneath the ground that, um. They're skeletons. We'll be fine. We just leveled up. You just leveled up. We, we're strong. What? But yeah, they are uh, pretty, uh, pretty raggy. Um, what are folks' initiatives? Elizabeth got a four. Mm. <laughs> I got a 17. 30, 20. I got a nine. I hope the skeletons all roll in that one. That would be awesome. Well, you get one round of them being there. Strictly speaking, they are spending their action to dig themselves out of the ground. Um, and then I will roll their initiative. So. So that means Applestock goes first. Yes, it does. It does. Alrighty. Uh, do. My map's all funky. I can't see a thing. I'm gonna measure these things out. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Can I see this one right here? Right here, the one that's like 20 feet from me. Yep. You can see little piles of sand and arms. Whoops, arms coming up. Uh... Good, 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 good. I am going to go ahead and bonus action. Uh, hide in this little shrubbery, I think, like right here. A shrubbery? 
sorry. The <laughs> yeah, bonus action, hide in that little shrubbery. And take my little little, little short bow. And I'm going to shoot at it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you said they have half cover right now. They so do have half cover. Would that put me at a disadvantage for that? Or? No. Okay. They get a plus two to their AC. Okay, great. Saves, and if they try to hide, they're not trying to hide. But Okay, great. Awesome. And so if you're girl, story, I reckon you also have um, half cover. Okay, great. Oh, um, did you want me to roll for uh, height of... Uh, Hiding as well. If you want to, because I think that you can do that as a bonus action and then it'll give you advantage on your shot, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, I believe so. Um, so for hiding, okay, that's not bad. Um, what's my stealth? What's my stealth? What is my stealth? Um, I add my proficiency to that. So that's a 16. Um, and then is stealth, that's dexterity, right? Yep. Okay, then that's a plus four, so dirty 20 for hiding. Oh, and yeah. then my roll to hit was um, a 22 to hit with a short bow. Yes, that will absolutely hit. Great, wonderful, awesome. Okay, and since I'm hiding, I get my sneak attack. And with my new archetype stuff, I get the ability backstab. So instead of D6s for my um for my uh sneak attack, I get two D8s. Ooh. Yes. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll my D6 for my short bow. Oh, that's a six. Oh, and then my D eight. Okay, that's a two. Um <laughs> and another D eight. That's a four. Okay. So that's 12 points of damage. And then I add my, um, for like rolling. And then I add my dexterity modifier to that as well because it's a ranged weapon. So that's going to be 16 points of damage. The skeleton explodes. Just little fragments of bone go flying everywhere as your arrow collides directly with its skull. I'm all done now. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> Valar, tough draft to follow here. Uh, Valar and Lewin, um, if they choose, uh, can benefit, since they're both within 10 feet of me, from my gambling general daring assault feature. Um, if they want, they can make an attack roll with a minus five penalty. And if it hits, they'll get an extra 2d6 damage on top of whatever they normally would get. They don't have to, but they can't. The option is there. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, yeah, I think you add your proficiency bonus to your damage as well. Not that it mattered who super killed it. I, I did super kill it. Uh, yeah, that's then 18. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so dead. It's it's fragments of bone, literally. It explodes even more. <laughs> it explodes by an extra two points. Yeah. Fellar. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> They're all... These are like undead skeletons, yes? Yes. <laughs> uh, so he'll just kind of walk over to this one. If I should have enough movement to do so. And he'll just look at the skeleton. He goes, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do. And then he just takes his chopper hand, turns it into metal, and just it in shining light <laughs> goes along with him. I'm gonna smite with this attack. Yes, <laughs> yes I get to do some herald stuff. Smite, 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 smite. <laughs> Let's roll it for here, shall we? <laughs> uh, this will be an unarmed strike, so that'll be plus one. I got in 19 plus one, so 20. Yep, that'll hit as well. Okie dokie. So I am going to do a good old smitey poo here. So that will be uh, 1d8. I can do this twice. Smitey poo? A smitey poo! Uh, Don't like that. <laughs> so uh, the the un- <laughs> my uh, the damage, it just it does, it automatically does uh, two, two bludgeoning damage. Uh... But if I if it if if this attack need to be matched, that's why I use my cantrip to turn my hand to uh, just metal. I will be rolling a d8 to see what I get with my smite. I got an eight. Look at that. Hey, so, all together, uh, ten damage. You. Almost hit its head. Instead, you catch its shoulder, and one of its arms falls off, and several of its rib cages fracture. Several of its ribs fracture. It doesn't have multiple rib cages, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but it is still trying to crawl out of the ground towards you. It looks really. uh, It's only got one arm left. It's trying its best. As just a bonus, I'm just gonna like slowly try to push it back in. No, 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 no. You belong in the ground. Bad skeleton. <laughs> um, and um, I believe it says for my little strub buddy, they can make an attack. Uh, when you take the attack, as you can forego one of your own attacks. So, oh, I only have one attack. Um, I just, I would just like him to just scream at it. A very terrifying cute scream. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh, I love them so much. <laughs> Lewin. Um, so Lewin is going to turn to Harold on his shoulder and he's going to say, Harold, we're under attack. Uh, keep an eye out for anyone else. I had noticed. Uh, are you asking Harold to make a uh, perception check? Uh, so I was going to have Harold uh, uh, ask him to go into bat form and fly up to a high ground and see if there was anyone else like coming at our position. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, just another cloud of smoke. <laughs> oh, takes I'm off your shoulder. Going to yell, stay, stay relatively close. Uh <laughs> I don't think he can go that you far. You can't see it, but you know the bat's rolling in size. <laughs> can sense it. Um, 
and then I will um uh yeah I'm just gonna use my eldritch blast on the uh on the skeleton right in front of me that is a natural one. Oh, uh, some something landed in your eye. You think it was bird poop? Was it bird poop? And then you hear, sorry, bat forms when they take off. It's a biological response. I wrote! <laughs> um, and then I, I know I can't hide as a bonus action, but I am going to put a little bit of distance between me and the skeleton guy and, and go back into the woods here. Reasonable. <laughs> that could have gone better. Damn it, Harold. Uh, yep, that's, that's all I can do. <laughs> Captain. Incredible. Uh, I am going to move. Uh, I'm going to move. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to move here. Uh, sort of on a. No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to move right in front of it then. Um, cool. And I am going to use uh, my bonus action uh, first to use my feature Mark Foe. Um, so I am going to uh, choose the skeleton that L Lewin just missed with my Mark Foe. Uh, because my allies, I don't benefit from this, but my allies, um, uh, so a creature I can see within 30 feet until the start of my next turn, creatures able to hear or see me gain an expertise die on attacks made against that creature. Excellent. Uh, so, so Elizabeth just kind of points like... This one, right? Yes. Uh, Elizabeth just kind of points at it and says, target that one. Um, and then she's got her axe and I'm going to use uh, one of my combat maneuvers, my new one from level three, uh, dangerous strikes, which is an action. Um, when I activate this maneuver, I take the attack action and make a weapon attack. Uh, it works on any extra attacks I would normally have, but I don't have them yet. Um, until the start of my next turn, uh, all of my weapon attacks score a crit on a roll of 19 or 20. So, not a guarantee to do anything other than waste an exertion point, but, you know. Um, and then I'm going to just take a big old swing, big old swingy swing at this skeleton. I rolled an 18. No! <laughs> ah! Oh, no. If I had another thing, it, like, I can go as low as a 17 if I have other feats that improve the number I can crit on. So I was this close. We're so close! Um, it's fine. I'm very much going to hit the skeleton. Yeah, I'm only deeply <laughs> scarred emotionally from that. Um, so I 
Yeah, so it's an 18 plus my proficiency, which is, well, it's an 18 plus actually, uh, plus three, so 11, uh, 21. Sorry. I was going to say, that's not how math maths. Nope. Yeah, that's super hitting. <laughs> okay, and then it's a D12 plus that same plus three, I think. Uh, that's a D12. I rolled a 10 on my D12 damage. So I, did, uh, I do 13 slashing damage Ooh. to this uh, skeleton in front of me. You sever its vertebrae. And its top half falls, twitching. And its legs are still stuck in the sand. And then it stops moving. Hell yeah. It worked. It, I mean, that worked out. That is the best damage I've rolled all campaign. Also the highest number I think I've rolled on an attack all campaign. <sighs> that, are you good. using the, the D20? Oh, yeah. I used my uh, special... Uh, I got this for my play ball Kickstarter that failed. Um, it's a hand-painted baseball D20. The camera doesn't... Oh, it's really cool. It is um, very cool. Now the three remaining skeletons roll initiative because they have officially freed themselves from the uh... natural one, natural one, natural one, <laughs> natural one, natural one, natural Please. one. Please, well, there's three of them, so. Um, I just tried to change tabs on my laptop to uh, find something on my that was working great. Hmm. Oh, not a natural one, but a super great. As long as it's less than a four total, it's fine. I'd love to say that was a thing for you. Uh. <laughs> it's fine. They'll be dead. One more round. One more. On this on this track we are on maybe. Well, depends on how woman. But no one beat Apostolic's twenty, that's for sure. <laughs> so Applestock, you're up. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to use my little bonus action to hide, uh, like, right about here. So I'm going to move right. Move me, please. Thank you. Yes. Um, sorry, just talking to my brain. Um, so I'm going to hide. Um, and that's going to be uh, 19 tied. Yeah, they're not, they're skeletons. They're not the most observant. Great. Awesome. They don't have eyeballs. Um, eyeballs. And then I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to shoot. Okay. Um, that's gonna be a 16. That'll hit. Great. And since I am hiding, I get my sneak attack, which is 2d8. 2d8. Um, and a 68. Or no, not 68. A d6. 
Yes, that okay. takes a lot. That that would be. Um, okay, so D6 rolled a three, then I got a four, um, and then I got a five. So that's 12 to roll, and then um, plus my dexterity and my proficiency. Proficiency is two. That's eight, 18. Oh, my goodness. And which one are you aiming at? Um, so, uh, I was oh, aiming at the one work. by the rocks. This one right over. Hang on. Hang on. This one right here. All right. Cool. That is what I thought. It is, unsurprisingly, super dead. <laughs> Another, like, just cluster of bones comes just poof. And uh, little bone shards fall, and wow. Even like Golden Mall, where um, they are digging, and at this point they probably have got a uh, chest uh, more or less visible in the hole. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Treasure. Looks up to be like. What? These guys are so easy Step to in. hit. It's humorous. All right. Oh, it's God. been really nice being part of this campaign, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh dear. I I, I was in for a good ribbon. All right. <laughs> oh lord, I should have expected that. Uh, <laughs> I can, all the puns. I can never play this game again. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, don't know, I think we just all have a bone to pick with Gabby now. All right. <laughs> I just want to kill some skeletons, please. <laughs> well, it's Valar's turn next. Um, your your bat calls down to you. I don't see anything on the horizon, Master Lewin. My turn, yes? Yes. yes. Okay. All right, sorry, but oh, why did I mix those up? <laughs> <laughs> the bat does call it down, but uh, <laughs> yes, Ballard's turn. Please tell me my little shrub is still going. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Your little shrub's going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're scary. Good job. <laughs> Now for you. <laughs> just like, <laughs> look down at the skeleton. It's and one uh, busted sword in its remaining arm. I'm going to use. Ooh, I get to use a new spell. I'm going to use the fine favor. Ooh. The casting time is one bonus action. You imbue divine power into your strikes until the spell ends. You deal an extra 1d4 radiant damage <laughs> with your. Attacks or weapon attacks. Okay, so I will take out my trusty old axe, my hand axe, and try and hit it. Uh, I will use Alter Strike once again, my handy dandy cantrip to make my thing into a all steel hand axe, and I'll just bring it down. On top of this skeleton. Nice. Okay. Incredible. Here we go. 
boom. Oh, my dice flew off my desk. And that would be a good... Da -da 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 -da. What is plus to hit it? Where is it? Where is it? I scrolled right past it. I'm smart. <laughs> uh, that would be a... I'm still having fun. Uh, plus three, so 12 plus three. 12, 13, 14, 15 to hit. That'll hit. Like laterally across the part of the rib cage that you just sheared off. Okay, 1d6 of damage here. That would be a three points of damage plus 1d4 of radiant damage. So that would be uh, five altogether. I rolled a two on a d4. It's enough. The Yay. axe comes down, shatters the spine. The skeleton falls, twitching, and then the magic dissipates and it falls apart. Yeah, you die. <laughs> um, and the two skeletons that rolled between Valor and Lewin are both dead now. There's just one left. I will. Uh, I will take my thirty feet of movement and start making my way to the other skeleton, walking very mincingly with my shrub, with my honeycomb, just going ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can make it right up to it. Look at that. Boom. Look at that. 30. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to call to Captain Flynn uh, and say, uh, Captain, Harold doesn't see anything on the horizon line. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to shoot at the uh, last skeleton that Captain Flynn had marked. Yes. Uh. And I get an expertise die on that? You get an expertise die on that. Yes. That is 18 total. Oh, that will hit. Yes. Yeah. Much um, better. Recovery. <laughs> For oh, just one plus three, four points of damage. Tragic. Uh, <laughs> it. Uh, like breaks through some ribs, but not in a way that would be enough to cause any like major structural damage. Went out the back without a, a cut connecting. Uh, and then I'm going to at least move up to Goldmane in the pit so that I can I can be there to maybe help him. Golden Mall. Golden, Golden Mall. Mall. Although we now need a crew member named Goldmane. Yeah, that's a great name. Like a, a, a Goliath or something, or like a, a lion looking fella. Where lion? Where lion? Uh, I have a ongoing headcanon that how dwarves braid their beards is actually what indicates gender. So they have a long, much more expansive set of genders than a. Than I love a, that. That's so most, cool. I, I really. I, I, I was totally on the fly for a totally different game, and I was like. <laughs> That's forever, but that means that there's a lot more dwarves that would not consider themselves one of these weird human genders. That's mine now. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's I so good. It. Please, please take it. And the one remaining skeleton, not being especially bright, is just going to try and swing out with its short sword at the only thing super close to it, which is Valar. Uh, Valor, what's your armor class? But I don't think so. 
My armor class is a good old 16. Oh, yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> Tries really hard, and it just, like, kind of bonks against your bandages. I'll just look at it <laughs> and just shake my head. It tried. It didn't succeed, but it tried. Captain? Yes. Is it my turn? Yes. Incredible. Uh, so that Mark foe is gone now because um, it's only until the start of my next turn. Um, and this is the start of my next turn. Uh, I'm going to move uh, right up in to this thing's business. I have three exertion points left. Why not? Let's go for it again. I'm going to use uh, Dangerous Strikes again. Um, which is a ra- Razor's Edge combat maneuver, by the way. Um, one of my traditions. And uh, we're shooting for a 19. I mean, I could probably kill it with just a regular attack, but this is more fun. Go big or go home. Uh, that It's a number right next to 20 on the dice. Uh, that is a 14 plus 317. That'll hit, but... I know, it's sad. Deeply disappointing. Uh, that is uh, 9 plus 3, 12 points of slashing damage. And the captain's axe comes down, splitting the skeleton in twain. So this is what it's like to actually hit in combat. <laughs> huh, that was a fun uh, little treasure chest defense. Did she get a necromancer on her crew? I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead cool. and get yourselves each. No, nope, that's not going to divide evenly because there's five of them. Uh, go ahead and give yourselves each uh, 70 XP. Uh, how much? 70. 70. So 970. Yep. Yes, I mathed. You mathed? I did. Hey. Um, Applestock is going to go grab uh, one of their arrows, at least. Because uh, I shot two, so I only yeah. get half of them back. Correct. Um. <laughs> oh, 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 I just read what you put in the private chat. That's so cute. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to <laughs> divine. That's sense. my head cannon. Yeah, would that's you like to share your head cannon with the group because that's really cute. <laughs> so, honeycomb. I imagine when they get really angry, they have these little thorns that poke out like a porcupine. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it's adorable. I would uh, die for honeycomb. Me too. I would. <laughs> oh boy, yes. Everyone will die for my sweet bean. Um, Harold, Harold can go. It's fine. And Golden uh, all wipes their brow. Captain. <laughs> and the chest is up enough to be opened. Let's get this back to the boat. 
before we open it. Uh, yes. Captain, uh, y- you know best in these matters, but if a trap was laid here on the beach for us, is it at least not wise to check the chest to make sure nothing happens when we open it on the ship? Applestock, check it for traps. All right, I will do such things. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to check for traps. What would that be? Um, Go ahead and make an intelligence investigation. Intelligence investigation. Oh, yes, I have a... Yes, I have an expertise die because I have a specialty in trap finding. Thought you might. Ooh, okay, that's really good. That's a 19 plus... Where are my D4s? Come here, you triangles. Pyramids. I don't know math. We've already established this. (laughs) A 21? You, uh... Don't find any active traps, but the lid of the um, of the chest is embedded with five runes now dormant, which you think was where the spell to animate those skeletons was stored. One okay. of them was hit with the shovel. So uh, there were traps, but um, they have all been activated. Okay, great. Get it. Uh, get it on the dinghy. Let's get it back to the boat. Pull ropes around it. Elizabeth uh, puts the little chest, um, which has like one, like sort of loose uh, note that's just kind of folded closed on top of a bunch of piles of old letters. Um, and she just puts it in the hole, uh, kind of buries it herself while everyone else is dragging it back to uh, the dinghy. Um, I DM'd you what the letter, like the notes. Uh, um, so, you know, that's for later if it ever comes up. I'm sure it will. Um, I'm not sure I couldn't count it. Uh, and is this all the letters that you've been writing to her? Yeah. Inclu- including, like, there's two sort of bundles. There's, like, the nice bundle of all the, um, like, the sappy, like, sad romantic ones. Um, there's, like, maybe, like, this much of those. And then there's the angry ones, which is, like, almost triple the size. Um, there aren't, like, death threats or anything in them, but more so, like, you know, how could you do this to me, you awful, awful person kind of stuff. But it's fine. Uh, Elizabeth also leaves that other letter um, that I sent you that she was thinking about just sending out Ah, um, in it as well uh, because she feels like you know, this is a good explanation. But it's fine. It's great. No one will ever know. This chest honestly stuffed with with letters. Like, honestly, kind of probably overflowing at this point. Yep. Quick. And 
Golden Ball very, very um, politely helps you bury it without looking at it once. Gold Maul's a good, good pirate. I'm going to make sure Gold Maul gets a slightly better share since, you know, he did all the digging. <laughs> um, while they're reburying the chest, would I be able to search the skeletons for maybe like clues from where they were or where they might have been going or just any anything I might like be able to find? Yeah, go for it. Ooh, can I help? I like pointing out the runes and stuff. Yeah, sure. Cool. And with my It Takes a Village, if you want, you can um, not only have advantage, but you can also get an expertise die on that as well. Nice. Uh, so. I can't wait to open this chest. The first <laughs> one. So mad. That's a 20. Oh, wait, no, I get an expertise die. 26. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, so you think that these, yes, these were summoned by magic, but the bones themselves you think were of a, some kind of crew that got marooned here a long time ago. Because, you know, it's all well good to animate dead, but you gotta have some dead to animate. Mm. Gotcha. So crew was marooned here. She planted dead bodies. <laughs> Fascinating. Uh, then I will, uh, maybe as we're getting back on the dinghy and, and rowing back towards the ship so as to get off of the island, but I, I want to have a word with, with the captain when we get a second. Yeah, Elizabeth is, uh, you know, doing that thing that every historical figure who's ever been painted on a dinghy or like a rowboat ever she's just like standing there like staring like one foot kind of up like hands on her like hips or whatever like staring out and she just like turns to you what is it Lou? Uh, Captain um so the whole necromancy thing that that really seems more like like what I'd expect out of my family from what you were saying about about Captain A and, and your your travels with them. And quite honestly, I don't see Applestock uh, traveling with people who, who would raise dead bodies like that. Um, do you do you does this does this seem right to you? Do you know Applestock? Hmm. Were there any necromancers on Captain A's ship when you were there? You do remember uh, someone who liked to just kind of keep cloak on, even when it he thought it was off. To, um, honestly, kind of really like that would be kind of warm when you're on a ship to like have that black robe on all the time. But they didn't. She didn't take it nicely to um to bringing that up. Uh, there was someone on the ship, um, that kind of like wore cloak a lot. Um, I try to be friends with. Oh, would I know their pronouns? Her. Her. Okay. Yeah, there's someone on the ship that always wore cloak on, but she uh she did not like me at all. Uh she had like a collection of rats too. It was gross. Well, Captain A is clearly being manipulated by this cloak wearing person and doing their bidding. So 
I imagine we'll run into them soon enough. I would not like that. Taking some notes. <laughs> <laughs> As has pet rats, but not but not like the real clean kind, like the ones that seem really sick, like all the time. Not a good pet owner whatsoever. Well, those rats are probably weapons. In order to spread disease amongst other pirate crews, to poison their stock, it makes it really easy to take over ships and steal from other pirates or just general sailors and merchants. The way of the sea is not a pretty one. Some crews employ quite vile, underhanded tactics, dishonorable ones. They dishonor the pirate code in that way. And if you see a diseased rat on a ship, it essentially means you're all as good as dead. That's why we never have any rats on our ship, because Valar is incredible at cleaning. Yes, I now have honeycomb here to eat the rats. Yeah. I'm sure Harold would enjoy some rat as well. Harold? And Toad, back on to- into Toad form, gives a very enthusiastic rat! See? Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, when we inevitably run into Captain A and she finds out that we stole whatever is in this chest from her. When we see this cloaked figure, that will be the person we target first. We will... We will kill the cloaked woman first. And foremost. Alright. Sounds good, good to me. Good deal. Good deal. Deal. Dingy boots against the side of the row of the ship and then hoisted up. Back on your ship with the chest in hand. I open it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Inside is quite a lot, a few things, actually. Oh. <laughs> I just say, it's not empty, thank God. <laughs> oh. I, I think Elizabeth would have thrown herself overboard. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth would have got this bitch empty. I hope hope the crystal ball is in there too. Save us some trouble. Well, most of it's wrapped in like different little bags and such to keep things from bumping against each other. Very, she was always studious like that. Uh, But you unwrap one pouch clearly contains coinage, uh, which someone on the crew who's trusted can count. Uh, Oh, Elizabeth will count it. I got it. Uh, <laughs> you also see a um, what looks to be a green um, rock that's clearly been carved with some different uh, symbols. Um, a little, and then a couple of little boxes. And at the bottom of the uh, chest, because of its size and shapes, is a breastplate. Steel. It also has a little series of runes around the collar. Okay. 
Uh, I think Elizabeth picks it up and hands it to Lewin. Lewin, you're good with magic, and I told you your job would be magic stuff. Uh, can you figure out what this is? Do you know what these runes are? Um. Well, uh, let me take a look with my eyes of the rune keeper. Oh! Uh, I can uh, read any written language or read anything that's written. Um, so I, I take a look at those runes. It's magic. It's the language of magic. Um, could I possibly make an arcana check to see if I... You absolutely could. Uh, was would that be intelligence? Yeah, I think so. That is a fourteen. Some kind of glamour, you think? You're not sure on the specifics, but some kind of glamour. Um, well, uh, Captain, I'm. Uh, it's it's. I haven't seen these exact runes before, but uh, uh, it's it's definitely enchanted. I can perhaps maybe need a little more time to, to take a closer look at things. I think we'll have that over the course of the next few days sailing back to the, on, the Enclave. Yes, the Enclave of the High Tide on the Twins. Um, what else is in the chest, oh benevolent DM? <laughs> well, there's two boxes. One's quite small, about the size of a ring box. Um, and the other is larger and more ornate. Um, it seems to be, have been um, shaped to kind of, it looks like, honestly, like the kind of box that would hold like something like the size of a book. Um, I imagine like the whole crew is like, oh yeah, gathered right now, oh, but Elizabeth yeah. is the one going through the actual chest. Yep. Um, I think she opens the ornate box first. The, uh, the the one, one with the book. Yeah, you open it up, but yeah, sure enough, inside it is a looks to be a journal. Does it have any like writing on the front or anything? No, just a bound leather journal. So if I open it, it's blank. Hmm. I know this is magical somehow. I'm invisible ink or something. <laughs> uh, Lewin? <laughs> she tosses the book at Lewin. Oh, uh, do, my, do my runekeeper eyes pick up any hidden writing? No. The book really does appear to be blank. Okay. Uh, I guess, can I make another arcana check? You can, yes. Uh, slightly better. That one's a ten or uh, fifteen. Would that hour have been like a, a short rest before? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I? Oh no, it's only for me. Never mind. I was gonna say I wanted to try and use my intrepid on uh, Lewin to give them an expertise die, but. I can't. I think can't it requires that. attunement and possibly a keyword to unlock whatever's in this. Hmm. 
Captain, this one uh, you're going to have to spend a little more time with to, to really figure out what this one does. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, and the ring box. You open it up to reveal, well, shockingly, a ring. Um, really lovely. It's silver and its stone is carved to, well, for super thin sheets of amber to give it the appearance of a dragonfly that would, that's resting on your finger. Lewin? Like Elizabeth is going through this and then just like handing stuff off to Lewin. Yeah. Like he was definitely the only one standing like directly next to her. Uh, I'm going to take care to pass things to Valor after I'm done with them. Oh, smart. smart. It's like a daisy chain or whatever. Yeah. And everyone's keeping it out of Applestock's hands. Yes. <laughs> Something will go to Applestock when it's like, oh, this would be perfect for Applestock. But so, I just want to hold something. Let me know. He'll take the rope off his shoulder and just go, here you go. <gasps> You're my new friend now. You have to give him back later. Of course, and Applesock's gonna put honeycomb on top of their head. <laughs> um, and I will, I will, I will do, I will do it again. I will look over the ring for any inscriptions that I might be able to find, and then see if I can uh, do an Arcana check on it. Go for it. Um, also, if any of these uh, could maybe be done with like a culture check for example, um, let me know, because I think Elizabeth would look at them, because yes. you have a specialty in trade, so it probably doesn't apply, but... Uh, you know, that maybe one was only a 10. Maybe I've heard about things being traded that are similar to what are in these boxes, maybe. I would say you could make one culture check. Okay. What did you say, Lewin? Uh, that one was a 10. Yeah, you have no idea. You are... <laughs> This is uh, going. Except that it also probably requires attunement. Uh, Captain, I really, I do. I would do much better if I had my books. And we're, my... All, we're all on the boat. Yeah, well, the I... crew's like clustered around. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, you know, we're trying to. We'll figure. We'll figure it out. We've got time. But if you can figure it out right away, that's also good. That would help us save time. And the one last thing in the box is that green crystal. A green crystal. Yes. Um, I think without even needing to think about it, Elizabeth hands it to Valar. Because um, she's seen whatever is like grafted onto his hand. Yeah. Um, so this feels like something for Valar. Whatever it is. She knows she just kind of has a gut feeling that it's not like just a fancy gem that is worth a lot of money. There's just a vibe. So she hands it to Valar. Yeah. You don't know what this is. <laughs> you you pick it up and 
it's some, it's a holy symbol. You're not sure to what deity, um, but it's a holy symbol and it's got something imbued within it. Okay. Uh, does it matches the one that's grafted in the back of his hand? I mean, it's similar. It's probably not identical, hmm. but it's similar. I mean, like in size wise. Yes, yeah, size wise, maybe a little smaller. A little smaller? Okay. So he'll just go, well, this will be painful later. <laughs> All right. Um, I think Elizabeth is going to make a culture check on on the ring. She's going to do it on the ring because if she can figure out what the ring is for, she can pretty much discern what is kind of best for who. The ring is the only one that's kind of like, is it Apple stock or Lewin for some reason? <laughs> uh, would I be able to use my specialty? Specialty in trade, yeah. Okay. Um, and what stat? Charisma? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay, because I rolled a 15 on the die. I get a... I think I have a... I have a plus four charisma, which would make a 19, plus proficiency, 21, plus the three on my expertise die, 24. Yeah, now that you think about it, you recall hearing stories of uh, Faye on these aisles who commune with well, insights in general, but um, dragonflies in particular, particularly giant dragonflies. And you think that this ring would maybe allow its wearer to summon something dragonfly. Do I get the sense that that is better for Applestock, Lewin, or Valar? Or is it kind of a free-for-all? I could see a case being made for probably either of the two ranged people. All right. Uh, she takes the ring and tosses it to Applestock. Oh. Uh, I think you're going to be able to summon dragonflies or something if you attune to that ring. Ooh. I do like dragonflies. I used to chase them a lot with my family. And um, Applesock slides the ring on. Uh, Lurum, the book is yours. Yes, I'd like to take a further look at it in my study. Uh, and I'll take the breastplate. Um, and uh, then I guess there's probably just like money and stuff. Yes. Like There's just, a bag of coins, which you would have to take probably quite some time to count. Um, into, I've, I've got all night. <laughs> got all night to count out 1,250 golds. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> um, okay, so it's 1,250. Um, I imagine she would take... She would take uh, 200 of that for like the crew. Um, 
the other 50 specifically for Golden Mall um, for doing all the digging. And then the other 1,000 uh, she would split with uh, Lewin, Apple Stock, Valar, and herself. So they would each get 325. Oh. Well, the math skills? Elite. There's a thousand left and there's four of us. So 300. No, that's no. wrong. I did it's my math. It's be yeah. Yeah. Yes. How much? Now. Speak now. That's wrong. Chat. 500, 750, 1,000. Yeah. 250. 250. I was still factoring in like the 1,200 in my brain. Which is impressive because I don't know how to do that. My math still would have been wrong. But so I, I, I tried to do it so way too much. Confidence. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely wasn't just trying to uh, roll. Uh, roll up more money. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine that by the time that this has um, you counted it all and stacked up all the piles, because that takes a while. Apple stock. You've been thinking about dragonflies really hard for about an hour. And <laughs> suddenly, you have uh, dragonfly wings on your back. Oh man, that's awesome. They give you a glide speed of 60 feet. So it's as if you were flying, but you can only travel horizontally or slightly downward. Oh, as soon as Applestock gets the wings, she's going to climb up to the top of the mast <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and just glide down. Oh, it's so fun. You are assuming that these have a recharge or a something but oh my god these are so fun does um does Vela realize that that's apple stock or is it an actual dragonfly it's apple stock with dragonfly wings what can i roll to ignore that <laughs> <laughs> i must swoop okay, down no specifically kidding. for beach petal who just like watch with his strobe on his shoulder <laughs> for some go. reason apple stock is inclined just to like keep their arms out like this like a like a um like a flying squirrel even you, though they don't have to you do know you have wings yes if you're a bird i'm a bird <laughs> what is that what <laughs> i love i love that movie unironically <laughs> me too i cry every time And Lewin, what have you been doing with the notebook? Um, I think I would take it back to my my little room, um, and and try to do like try to look it over, try to to see if I can like if there's any hidden meanings or like any invisible ink. I think I would also take the little box to see if maybe like the keyword was written or kept anywhere on the box. You don't see it. Okay. Um, I think Elizabeth 
is just kind of kind of hang out with this breastplate before bed. <laughs> hang out with a breastplate before <laughs> bed. That's a sentence and a half. Um, is um holy simple thingy. Would I be if I'm looking at? Would I be able to tell what deity it is? Just by like examining it for a while. Hmm. You don't technically have to tune to a holy symbol. You just use it, right? Uh, yeah. I, I interpret that um, he doesn't remember how the holy symbol, like crystals in his hand, uh, appeared there or got there. He's just been using it since uh, since he's been there. So he's very unaware of exactly what it does. Oh boy, what if I just gave Valor some like super cursed deity? <laughs> Oh, that'll be awesome. Um, I mean, (laughs) no, your best guess is that it's for um, Erisus, who's the god of the land. Um, and that uh, that rune at the bottom, um, that looks. Well, it's some kind of magic, you think? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> he just sit there thinking, rubbing his like eyebrows, and uh, at this point, I'm assuming we're we're back on the boat, so he has taken all the wraps off. And if no one's there, I'm not going to describe anything. <laughs> oh, so sneaky. <laughs> I'm not describing nothing of what's under all the bandages, even the ones that's on his chest. I have taken all of them off, but I'm not describing nothing because no one's there unless somebody just walk in like I was talking <laughs> or Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his door is usually always open. He never really closes it because he cleans a lot. So he's so he's always out and open. Uh, but uh, so as he's just like sitting there, um, he's looking at the Holy Temple thinking. And then when he realized that, he goes, Maybe that's who's in my head. And then he's just going to go for the holy symbol in his hand and just. <laughs> oh, that's nasty, I'm sure. Yo, yeah, no, it hurts a lot. And he's just like, ow. <laughs> and he's just going to take the other one and just. <laughs> and yeah, a little, little healing magic later. It's it fixed. Uh, and yeah. Uh, just lay on hands, five points. And you think this gives you the ability to impose your will a bit more in the form of a once a day command spell. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I love how I immediately thought of using this to prank Applestalk back. (laughs) Oh my god! Why though? But unless uh, Lewin's testing out any particular words or attuning to the journal. Um, yeah, that's. I, I would like to yeah attune to it if that's uh, an option. I might also call for Harold uh, and have Harold help me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you keep using Harold every chance you get. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Lewin is lazy. <laughs> uh, you attune to the book. You open it up, and instead of opening pages, it opens to a compartment. 
which is a scrap of paper. And you immediately recognize this scrap of paper as being the true name of some creature. I mean, you kind of, that's kind of your family's thing. But the true name of a creature. And I'm gonna, I'll put the name in our private chat. So you could figure out how that's pronounced. <laughs> Sneaky. Um, I'm going to do that next time. What <laughs> is that? <laughs> I'm not attempting that. I'm out. That's all you, Kurt. <laughs> um, does the name like translate or mean anything with the, the runekeeper eyes? Or is um, it just the name? You think it's an Efriti name. Efriti name. Okay. Um, and... How how big is the compartment of? Is it just like a hollowed out book, or is it like a? It looks like a hollowed out book. Yes, with the scrap of paper inside it. Oh, interesting. Indeed. Um, I'm gonna keep the. Do I want to read it? I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep the piece of paper in the book for now and just just shut it and uh, maybe do some research on that. Maybe do some research on that. <laughs> and that's as good of a chance we're gonna get for a five minute uh, beverage and bathroom break. So we'll be back in five as our crew journey is back. Oh and there there was the crystal ball. The crystal ball was in there. I forgot to narrate oh. that because it's not fun loot for oh. you. But there absolutely was the crystal ball in there. <laughs> Oh, the crystal ball, so we got it. Cool. Okay. You got the crystal ball. Yeah. I realized I forgot to say that because I spent a lot of time being like, ooh, what's fun loot for everyone? Yeah, <laughs> we, we set sail immediately back to the Enclave. And we shall return in five of the events of that journey. We'll be right back. We are back, but half, half of us are back. I'm sure about to see you. Right back in. So now that yes. they'll lose... Oh. <laughs> no. Whatever you're about to know. <laughs> I don't know what you were planning. No. I'm back now. It's okay. I'm but, deterred Applestock's plans. <laughs> yes. But yes, you get a nice long rest under sail as the crew... Got just barely enough crew to not have to like stop sailing at night because people need to sleep. And after a few days of, it's mostly uneventful except for a uh, posse of sharks that start following you, much as the dolphins did, but much more alarming. Cled, uh, needless to say, is very um, anxious about this. They <laughs> are. He is not. Captain, they're sharks! It's fine, Cled. <laughs> but. Um, Elizabeth assumes she would have to attune to the breastplate. Oh. Let me check that, actually. 
She's wearing it now as her armor instead of the sort of padded leather armor. So it does not actually um, require attunement. Oh, as so I just bonus. don't know what it does. So it well, no, you do. Oh, because great. when you put it on and you think about your um, padded leather armor that you had on before, it turns to look like your previous padded leather armor. Okay. And then you say can focus and after a little playing around with it, you can uh, in fact make it appear to be any other kind of armor you'd like, any other set of clothing. Okay. It seems to be quite detailed in fact. Um, hmm. I'll have to think about what I want it to look like. Uh, I guess for now, Elizabeth looks about the same that she normally would. Um, and you said it was a steel breastplate, it's right? It's a steel breastplate, yes. Okay. So I now have disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> <laughs> you got the eight for all the hiding that the captain's been doing. That's oh. fair. <laughs> Will we get a, a long rest um, during this time? Yes, or? you get several long rests um, on your way back. Um, you don't encounter many other ships. Uh, you do pass the pirate ship coming out of the Enclave as you're coming in. You know, there's some haze and wait, don't I know you from the... Yeah, hey, how you doing? How's Wanda? Yeah. <laughs> like yelled across the uh, open seas by your crew and the other crew. <laughs> I think Elizabeth makes the breastplate just seem like an even better coat. Yeah. Um, still no sleeves because she's got all the tattoos on her arms and everything. Um, but it's not like just like a plain solid color anymore um i think it's like uh it sort of plays with the emerald because she's got like the emerald hair and stuff so she's got like this like almost glittering like it's like a faint glimmer uh on like the coat that goes super long like down or whatever the buttons are this just very shiny sort of like gold um, and uh, the collar kind of comes like it's like kind of a high collar almost that like comes around. Um, and there's on the back, like in like almost like a faint little gold inlay um, down towards the bottom, just a few birds like flying up, like from the bottom of it, sort of like curving, arcing like upwards. That's amazing. Yeah. A coat truly worthy of a pirate captain. Yeah. Oh, and it doesn't... You find you're able to manipulate elements of your hat. Oh, it's the a hat is effect. The hat is incredible. Oh, the hat's so good, all, I'm sure. Like, the whole outfit is just so incredible. And she knows exactly what it may do or may not do to certain individuals if they were to ever see how incredible she looked. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so yes, um, without 
without any crises while you have all this treasure aboard, which is probably just as well, you arrive back at the Enclave, which looks uh, much the same as the house in your previous visits. Uh, some new ships in port, of course, some new stands on the, on the wharf, and uh, yeah. Um, uh, there's a ship right here somewhere, right? Yes. Um, I think Elizabeth, uh, like th one of the first things, um, before she sort of let anybody go off and do their own thing in town, she'd like get off the boat, talk to the shipwright about doing some like repairs and stuff. Um, how much would that cost? That's a great question because we talked about um, strongholds potentials, which means I have to do some measuring <laughs> real well, right fast. Now I wanna, right now, I want to get it in a good enough shape for it to be a haven for sure while we're docked. Makes sense. Um, It's a decent amount of work. You think it's gonna cost you about 400 gold just to get like, there's some bunks that have holes in them and like they'll spruce up the kitchen. Clint's like breathing down your neck, they'll spruce up the kitchen. Was, was there, okay. I think Elizabeth would have brought Valar with her because she knows Valar is bad with money or doesn't care about money. Um, and she'll like look in uh, her coin purse because she's got 304 gold right now. Valar, will, uh, will you chip in uh, to help fix the ship? Dollars muted? I don't know. <laughs> this is the most suspenseful pause. <laughs> uh oh. No. Hey, <laughs> um. Yeah, so Elizabeth turns to Valar. The repairs are going to be 400. I've got 300. I know mm -hmm. I just paid you a bunch of money. Will you chip in to get the boat repaired? So that, you know, if you rest on it, maybe it'll make you feel better. Hmm. I don't really like the concept of money. I will take your entire share. I will not do that. I made a mistake last time. You <laughs> would not give it back. You will. You can you take it when you go. Back. Um, you gave me how much? One hundred. One hundred. Okay. Um, cool. Then 
I will have four gold remaining as I pay for the repair. And if we're lucky, we'll get some maybe money from Ella for returning the crystal ball. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, so she kind of takes care of that. She's going to need to get more money to hire more crew. Yep. Uh, but at least the crew she has is going to be happy because they got money. They got part of the treasure. They should be fine. They should be happy. Oh, if, they are literally waiting for you to uh, let them off the ship. Yeah. Um, if this would make you happy, I don't like that you don't have money, Captain. You can take another hundred for yourself. Valar, you continue to make bad choices, and I really appreciate you for it. <laughs> uh, she absolutely takes the money. Um that was most of what Valar had gotten <laughs> um, as his share, uh, but that's fine. Um, Elizabeth goes back on the boat. Stay close by. 24 hours for sure. 48 more than likely. I'll give you seven. I'll give you seventy-two. Seventy-two. Uh, but be ready to leave at forty-eight if need be. So that third day, just be nearby. In one ear, out the other, they're off. Yep. <laughs> um, I can't afford to leave without them, honey. <laughs> uh, so uh, Valar, over the couple of days, um, made honeycomb like a little hoodie. Like a oh, like a black sheeted hoodie, so like he just goes, Apple stalk, hold honeycomb still. You got it. And he's just affixing his little hoodie. <laughs> honeycomb. Why do I, I? Why do I have to wear this? I thought I was a plant. <laughs> yes. It's like yeah. sticking branches to the sleeve. Huh. <laughs> you really like putting clothes on me, don't you? Yes, and I also found a bow. <laughs> and just affix it to the shrub. Oh my god. You are cute now. Are you Yes, you already was cute. But you are now cuter. I'm cuter. And your shrub is like, the leaves are turning like extra green. Ooh, I, got a, I, got a, I got a good idea. Um, yes. uh, Lewin, do you have a big old cloak or something that I could borrow real quick? Uh, sure, yes. Uh, right. And I'll take out some of my cold weather gear, my cold weather cloak, and I'll, I'll pass it to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put honeycomb on my head, and then I'm gonna put the, put the cloak on, <laughs> and then close it over my head. <laughs> you could get to an R-rated movie like that. Yes. <laughs> I can now see a place that my parents would not let me see. Well, actually, I am able to see those plays now. I am technically old enough. However, sometimes they don't let me because I'm too short. I'll Wait. make sure they let you in the future, Apple Stock. You oh, thanks. No, I'm Honeycomb. <laughs> All right. And the like, the like leaves push open the cloak. Honeycomb. 
<laughs> or is it is it honey stock? Or it could be applecomb. That could be our, our duo name. <laughs> Applecoda. So uh, as much as I would love to let the three of you roam free, uh we're going back to the witch. Okay. Like a foot off the ship, like this time, be prepared to get jumped by the shadow. Um, I can do a better job this time. And he just kind of not because he really looks angry, but when, when Captain says that, he just gives them a very stanky look. Stanky. <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth was completely unfazed. <laughs> the squinty eyes. Actually, as you step off the boat, oh god, Uh-oh. you hear a familiar voice. Oh no, it's Pavel. Oh, thank God. Huh. Oh, I thought it was going to be so much worse than that. <laughs> beach pedal? Yeah, I know a beach pedal. He's right over there. Oh, that's not good. That's <laughs> much worse than <laughs> I thought it was about to be. Valar, we're all the rap. I thought it was bad. And you look up across the marketplace by the docks to see an elf Hmm. with a long braid and a (laughs) familiar and hostile look. Do they look like Valar in any way? Um, I mean, they're both elves. So, but there's no, like, family resemblance? You don't think so. Do I know their their name? Unless I recognize them? Yes, Malvar. He's the one that's been hunting you. Oh! Oh! Oh, no! Uh, So Malvar would just kind of... Um... You look like you've seen a ghost. Uh, I will now be partaking in the running. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why? Why? Because really quickly, I'm being hunted, and I don't know why, and that is the man that has been hunting me. He almost killed me and my three friends, and I'm going to run now. I'll just kill him. Nope! (laughs) (laughs) The the bounty hunter Malvar in question is... um, approaching and i think regardless of what hap- how this happens um this is the time that uh we roll initiative uh-oh like valar started turning in the other direction towards the end of the dock i guess um elizabeth taking the axe like just okay here we go the last time i encountered him did not go really well <laughs> for me I did a fun thing with dynamic lighting because you are in a crowded uh, marketplace. So um, I'm trying to to get it set up so that I can see what all of you can see without seeing like more than I should see. Give me two seconds because what I thought was going to work didn't work. Hang on. I have no idea idea where my D20 went. (laughs) It fell. (laughs) It is gone. Rut row, please. Rut row. I have two others. I didn't drop like the one I like. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't drop the one that I enjoy. 
Yeah, screw that one D twenty in particular. <laughs> I mean, considering I just rolled a dirty twenty on my initiative, yeah, wherever that one went, it's gone. It's gone forever. Yeah. It's it's not needed anymore. I would like to run rather than rage. <laughs> okay, I think I have done the thing. Let me double check. I've done the thing. Okay, let me get that up for our lovely viewers. And I genuinely have no idea where it went. I thought it was like in my clothes or something, and it wasn't. <laughs> oh, hidden stuff. Yeah, so uh, some of your crew is lurking around here, by the way. Um, yeah. But yes, there are all these so wait, stalls. Which one's the enemy? Um, the enemy guy. That one? Let me put nameplates on these guys. Yes. Okay. Forgot that that's not visible to everyone. That's a separate setting I have to check. <laughs> I keep things in multiple places. And then um, uh, you think that you are interrupting um, what might be a first date um, between two of your crew members? Oh. Ooh, ooh la la. <laughs> Namdi and Sagira? Yes. I love that. I love that for them. Elizabeth that's, is all about it. That's the. That's <laughs> what we should be really focusing on right here. Absolutely. That's Thank you. Well, what I, they wish you were focusing on. Uh, <laughs> I could not figure out how to erase that. I did not mean to do that. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm both panicking. Like, oh, no. <laughs> nope, nope, you're all good. Um, write down Don't worry, Valor. I'll kill him. All right. So, no, no, no. Uh, no, no killing. Just oh, absolutely. Bounty oh. hunter. Um, as. I hope that this is actually a fight that we're capable of winning. <laughs> I, I really do. I have zero confidence. <laughs> Over four levels stronger than when you got attacked by them. That's very <laughs> true. Yes. Or two levels. Half as much as I said. What are folks' initiatives? Uh, Elizabeth got a dirty 20. Aha. Valar got a 17. Now, my problem is this dude is pretty far away. A six. I can't get there in one turn. So I got a six, and I got a uh, nine. Nine. So Elizabeth, you get one chance to stop uh, to stop Valor from running. Valor, we're fighting, <laughs> and Elizabeth. Um, moves. Uh, actually, actually, first things first. Um, Applestock is within 10 feet of me right now. So I am going to use my commanding presence uh, to allow Applestock, who is within 10 feet of me, to make an attack. 
uh, instead of my, so it's the attack action. I'm foregoing that attack so that Apple stock can attack in my place since I can't get to them in one turn. And before I take my movement, I want Apple stock to be able to, okay, actually first bonus action, Mark foe. Um, and then commanding presence. Um, so Apple stock, uh, gets an expertise die on the attack. Nice. If Apple stock also wants to take a minus five to that attack roll. Apple stock will get, uh, an extra two D six damage on the attack as well because of my mm. daring assault, which is a passive ability. This elf is lightly armored, only wearing leather, but you don't know how uh, nimble he is. Um, but you do get the expertise die on the attack. Expertise die. Great, awesome. Uh, cool beans. Then I will take that attack. Uh, where, where's, where's this? Where's They're this at thing? the top. They're at the very top. Yeah. They're in the oh, okay. Top okay, great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm close enough. I'll go. That's my friend. I don't know you. And uh, shoot. Get him, Apple Stock. <laughs> okay. That's my purse. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. That is, thank you. That is exactly what I was referencing. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm so, I'm so grateful for you. Um, okay. That's a 16 to hit. Sixteen. Please say yes. Please say yes. He ducks, but he doesn't duck enough. And yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, did you take that minus five? I did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I was thinking about it, but then I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like I'm about roll. Okay, and then uh, no sneak attack. Um. But went, oh, but that was six on my D6. Nice. And so roll max damage on that. And then I get to add my dexterity. And so that's going to be 12. Dexterity and proficiency. Nice. It's bleeding, but he doesn't seem hampered by it. Okay. Um, and then that was my bonus action. That was my action. Uh, let me... It's a reaction, but I have to, I have to hit someone first. Um, okay, I am just gonna take my movement then, and uh, I've got thirty feet, so I'll move. Nope. You can move through these stalls. They are difficult terrain. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to move, like, the regular amount. I'm going to kind of, like, I guess block this dude's path. Nice. And that's my turn. That's it. I think. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Mm. Oh. oh, your friends are defending you. Oh, buddies. Um, what I will do, um, because I can do this very cool thing because I'm an elf. Um, it allows me to take one very special thing, special to my race. 
and I took Mystic Rampart, and I can do a thing called Arcane uh, Empathy, which means I can telepathically talk to someone. Oh, so I'm a. I feel like he's at least thirty feet away from me. The the bounty hunter man. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's just thirty. Uh, just thirty. Um, I will. Snap. Just. Uh, I will just. I will talk to his. Uh, I will talk to him in his head. Um, I don't know. Free. It, what this calls an action for this, right? I believe. Uh, does the ability call it an action? Say it again, I'm sorry. What does the ability say? Uh, uh, your sensitivity to the flow of magic lets you speak to the hearts of others. You have a limited ability to communicate telepathically with with those within 30 feet of you. Nope, it doesn't uh, require an action at all. Then, yeah, you can just As, do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> that depends on how this goes. He just goes, I don't know why you're chasing me but please i don't want to hurt you and i don't want you to hurt me or my new friends so please <laughs> meanwhile elizabeth is reply. yelling kill him can he reply yeah he uh, yeah he can he can reply he is going to snarl back like I believe that you're innocent of knowledge of your crimes. I seriously don't know what <laughs> I'm in trouble for. And that's probably as much conversation as you can have in a turn, but you can do other things. Okay, so he is scared. So Valmar will, uh, as a bonus action, I will, uh, what's your opinion on casting two spells in one round? Is it okay if one of them is a cantrip? Yep. Okay, I will cast Divine Favor once more. Um, doo -doo -doo, where's my divine, divine favor? So I will add an extra D4. Uh, uh, it's a concentration. The next thing I'm going to do is a bonus action, which is arcane muscles. Or mm -hmm. as I like to say, arcane muscles. Uh, <laughs> this one does not cause me to have a concentration. It just lasts for a minute. Um, but you all see Valar muscle just <laughs> double in size through the round. <laughs> Uh, oh, like he just bolt, and he just goes, "I warned you, and I'm sorry." This is Valor's second form. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but as he just kind of, he just hold up his fist, <laughs> and it's just glowing with a new stone in his hand. It's just glowing a really dark green this time, and not the normal. Yellow that you've seen before, <laughs> and uh, that's my time. fist here. His eyes narrow, and what have you done with the reliquary? I have another. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem to find that appreciated, and he is going to. Oh. I was going to put it on my other hand, but, you know, he doesn't need, he need to know that. <laughs> he has to uh, pass Captain Flynn, I think. There's no real, uh, no real way around that. Oh, I've got that every, t if I just, if I minimize the window, then it goes black. Uh, so I think what he is going to do, he's going to move up. He's going to let me get an opportunity attack. That's 
he's right. got a short sword that seems to be silvered. Um, he is going to swing it at you a couple of times. You can. Um, that your AC is now... 14. 14. Until my dexterity goes up. And... The first one hits. The second one... Nope. Against your breastplate, but um, he hits hard. Oh, and if it's going like that, he hits really. That's not great. I'm picking a different die. No, what if you don't? No, you want me to pick a different die? I rolled two sixes in a row. That's on the die did it too, so uh, you're thankful. Um, but that will still be. A whopping God, that was a really good damn troll. Eighteen slashing damage. Oh, that's actually super bad. Oh no. I have three hit points left. And he is going to bonus action skirmish step. Oh, that means I'm not even his speed. So do I not get an opportunity attack? You do not get an opportunity attack. That's fine. I'm not upset. (laughs) I'm going to kill him. (laughs) Lewin! Uh, Yeah, Lewin's going to, I guess, step up behind Valor here. uh, And he's going to call out real quick, Valor, is this a a capture or kill him? Situation. Kill him. Something. And then I will call out to whoever owns this this lovely um, fruit stand right behind this bounty hunter, and I'll say sorry uh, as I cast. So an apple vendor. <laughs> well, uh, I apologize to that apple vendor because uh, I'm going to cast flaming sphere. Oh boy! Right, um, right. Well, right between the well, like right, I guess, on that corner there, uh, behind the bounty hunter. Ooh. We're gonna have apples, crisps. No, apple crisps. Uh, nope. Apple crisps. That was bad. All right. What? <laughs> I love it. Here is five feet in diameter. Uh, yes, five feet in diameter. Okay. Like there? Um. Oh, actually, I I apologize. I, I misread the spell. I'm gonna summon it right on him. Ah. Uh. And hope that Valor moves out of the way. Got it. <laughs> um, so that'll require anymore. him to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh-huh. What is the DC on that? Uh, that is my spell save DC, which is a 13. He dives out of the way. <sighs> okay, he still takes half damage if he if he can, if he does take half damage. Um, uh, he does. Okay. Um, so it's 2d6 fire. That is half of three fire damage. 
on. <laughs> but I have I have concentration up on it, so hopefully we can do more with that next round. Oh my god! No. Um, and then I'm going to uh, I'm going to send out uh, old Harold here. Uh, and and tell him to go bat for him and just keep an eye on the bounty hunter if he tries to run away. How very happy to get out of there. Yes, <laughs> Master Levan. <laughs> and Joe. Uh, that's my turn. Um, you hear Namdi, who is really just trying to be on a date, like cannot expressed to you how much he was just trying to be on a date. Uh, <laughs> yell out, Captain! And, um... I'm fine! Blood just pouring out of my chest onto the ground beneath me in a puddle. He thinks that this is a cool chance to impress the girl. So he is going to jump yeah. up onto this uh, crate next to He's going to pull out his preferred weapon, the crossbow that he ha- carries. And he's gonna try. He gets an expertise die for attacking my marked foe. He's gonna need that. Hey! <laughs> and it's enough. Literally only because of that expertise die. I'm incredible. Uh, I know. He... <laughs> And that did more damage than the flaming sphere. <laughs> Another bolt thinks. That one, I mean, it didn't get that far into his armor, but it did a little dent. And apple stock. Um. All right, can I tell if Beach Petal is about to stand his ground and fight? Or is he, as soon as he gets the opportunity, going to, like, bounce? I'm going to deck him. <laughs> you're going to... Gonna... Like, you see, you see, like, the dark energy in his hand, like, growing. Like, I'm, I'm on some Hunter x Hunter type stuff. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> Great, great. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to do what I was going to do. I was going to... I was going to do covering... Covering, um fire but instead i am going to bonus action double shoot so i am going to go ahead and knock two arrows into my bow um using so i'm going to spend two of my existing points doing that no wait no it's only one uh actually so and i'm going to shoot oh perfect oh perfect Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. That's gonna be um a sixteen. Yep. Okay, great. So not only do I um let me let me just double check, make sure I got this right. Do 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 do. Covering fire, double shot. So I knock two arrows and I get um an additional weapon damage so that's gonna be 2d6 instead of one but also uh valar is in five feet of him so i'll also get my 2d8 of um sneak sneak attack so first the d6s 
sneaky, sneak attack. Well, um, that's a five and a one, so six points of damage for that. And then two uh, d eight. <gasps> okay, that's an eight and a one. <laughs> um, wow, we are on theme. So so far, that is um, thirteen points of damage. Right? No, that's wrong. So nine. That's fifteen points of damage. Then plus my plus 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 my um, dexterity mo modifier. What number was I at? You 15. were at a 15. fifteen. Plus my dexterity modifier, which is a four. That's nineteen. Plus my proficiency. That's two. That is twenty-one points of damage. Oh, and one. Add your proficiency to damage. Oh, I'm do I not? I don't think you do because I'm looking at his stat block and it's not adding it in, so I don't think you actually do. I think I, okay. that we made that up and then never. Okay, great. So we uh, oh, won't run with that. That's still 19 points of damage. Yowza! You catch him right in the like same shoulder that you've already uh, shot, and that, oof, that seems to have done some significant damage. He's bleeding. He's still very much fighting, but that was a rough one. I wow, said, that. that's my friend. Oh, you've got <laughs> friends now. They gonna follow you into betrayal like your other ones did? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Samira, not to well, actually, she'd like very much to be outdone. She doesn't want to be here, um, but she's gonna come over behind um, this cart, and she's gonna try. Oh my God! Every time she's like anxious little bean, and then every time she has to roll, produce flame. Boy, howdy, can she produce flame? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Her. I don't know what to do. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, that was a spark. Uh, she rolled really well to hit and then did one point of fire damage. <laughs> hey, that's still one point. Still one point of fire damage. He's mildly singed. I need to crit it's so bad. It. It's your turn. Uh, so I'm definitely almost dead, but uh, I am going to turn and I'm going to move, of course. Uh, and I'm just gonna sort of say no one touches my crew and uh, I'm going to attack uh, using my axe um, I am first uh, I'll I'll bonus action again to use mark foe because the thing that I want to do doesn't require a bonus action, so that's cool. Um, and then I'm going to use one of my exertion points for dangerous strikes, so I can crit on a 19. Um, and I'm going to attack. Dear God, please, come on. I roll a 19. Yeah! <laughs> that's, Go, that's a critical hit. Let's go. Um, I my chair back. I was so excited. I'm so excited. Um, I'm also going to use my reaction uh, to do dangerous signature, 
Um, so I'll I'll roll the crit damage, uh, which will be two d12s. Um, but my dangerous signature, I just kind of leave this bird mark on um, on them. Uh, so uh, my dangerous signature. Um, the simple, I leave a simple symbol. Oh, wait, no, I can't use that. Never mind. I need to have advantage on the attack roll. Uh, so I'm not going to use that then. Ignore that art. Um, I keep forgetting about needing advantage. Oh, my goodness. I did roll a 12 on my damage. I also rolled a 1. So I do 13 points of damage total what's your strength uh my right sorry and that um, gets double you, as well because crit yeah so it's mm-hmm. 13 plus my strength mod is one so 15 plus two 15 points of damage slashing damage oh yeah now he's really bleeding good um, and then let me just make sure there is nothing else I can do um, as a reaction. Yeah, that's it. That's it for that's it for me. Valar, who's right there? Oh my god, he's right there. I'm going to completely wreck his. Beep! <laughs> I finally got a chance to do this plan. If I hit, I'm gonna do so much damage. <laughs> and I'm um, but because I have arcane muscles, it gives me an extra bonus to damage. Um, just like unarmed damage, like I can roll an extra d6 on top of that. If I hit it, I'm gonna smite on top of that. I have a d4 of another radiant damage because I did the concentration spell as a bonus action. Yes, so, and you get a d4 to hit because you get an expertise die on your attack, and you're oh. all, if you want to take a minus five on the attack roll, mm-hmm. you get an extra two d6 of damage. I'm here. Why not? Sure. <laughs> he has made me very upset. <laughs> so Valar, uh, his eyes would just kind of be very angry, and he just kind of tears away the bandages from his face. He goes, "I warned you." And it just <laughs> kind of power on his fist. <laughs> and you see the green light just get more intense as he raises his arm. Oh, Let's see if I crank and get that expertise die up to a D6. Please crit. You say crit and get it up to a D6? You can flank and get it up to a D6. Oh, yeah. I'll move around and flank that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, get up, get up there. You, so you could get a plus one even with my minus five. Oh Lord! Oh, here we go. All right. All right, here we go. Oh yes! Wait, let me roll these things just to make this better. Okay. All right. So I roll a two on the expertise die on the d six, but I did indeed roll a natural twenty. Oh! Yes. So that's twenty two minus Yay. five. That is a seventeen. Seven. Oh, it's a crit hitting. Yes. Okay. I love I'm it. not sorry for what I'm about to do to this guy. <laughs> so right. Does that, so does that mean out. my 2d6 from Daring Assault is also doubled? So, 
crits do a diff operate slightly differently in um, fifth level up. So I've got to double check that, but I think it might be. I remember oh. crits being a lot better. Uh, oh, I love this archetype already. <laughs> I'm really always- enjoying mine too. Gambling general, everybody. Play it. Marshall, do it. Under. Chat, if you know this, hit me. Um, hit me, baby. That's all skills. It's, it's still a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. Um, right. I'm trying to work out if all of it doubles or if just some of it doubles. Uh, Not sure if it does the times two rule because that's usually what I do. Crit, crits double everything. Uh, I think they double everything, yeah. So, said in chat. I rolled double... Crits double everything, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So, everything. Everything. I rolled, I rolled I double the die for my crit. Yeah. Okay. I don't think 24. you're going to get a double on your smite, because that's like a separate thing. Okay. But I think so. everything else do- doubles, and yes, including mods. Oh, okay. I'm going to bring out my old calculator here. <laughs> um, and I will do uh, the math. So it's already two damage, so damage. Uh, two bludgeoning damage uh, base. Um, that will be plus right. this uh, D4 for the radiant. That is uh, three on top of that. And then I believe. Uh, I get a D6 for the thing with you, bro. 2D6. Two. <laughs> Holy moly. Daring assault is awesome. It's 2D6 uh, if you hit. It's just a minus five to the roll. Every cool. ability for the gambling general has like a downside with a huge upside. Plus six. God, I love that. And uh, so... Awesome. The the base so the base damage I wrote with her thing, which I got the two bludgeoning, um, and then I rolled a two d six, and then I will roll a d four for the the spell radiant damage. Uh, the total will be sixteen. So, two times sixteen. Thirty two. So thirty two, and then on top of that, my smite, which is a d eight. <laughs> got a five on that. So how much damage is that? Thirty-seven total. Thirty-seven. <laughs> so you just—I I told you. We're fine. You had exactly thirty-seven hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Are you not him out, or are you killing him? How angry is he? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, Elizabeth is also almost dead. That is very yeah. true. Did almost on top of whatever dead. he did to you and your people. I want a prisoner. I'm gonna knock him out heavily. Oof. I hope. Hopefully, I break an arm or something. Knock. <laughs> um, he is out. Incredible. Go ahead and give yourselves a lot of XP. I did the math in my head. Let me make sure it's right in the calculator. I'm giving myself a thousand. We did Yay. that one and like a quarter rounds. That was extremely yeah. clean. 450 XP each. Oh. Woo! 
Yeah. That's so, awesome. So 970 plus 450? It's going to be 1420. Yep. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1420. You know what that means. I have no idea. Oh, 425. <laughs> <laughs> I have I no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Um, what do you mean? It's just a random number and no just way do we endorse anything. <laughs> We're going to pretend like I didn't just Goku punch this guy to death. Exactly. <laughs> If we're only 1300 <laughs> uh, level four. And I think you would actually have doubled your smite as well, looking into it. I think that is <laughs> wrong. But, like. Well, he's dead. Yeah. So. He's actually, no, I do. What was your smite? Uh, five. Uh, five okay. points a game. Okay. Uh, I wanted to be sure that that wasn't going to be enough to uh, do massive damage to him. But I don't think it is. It might be. Well, if that was doubled, then it would have been 10 on top of everything. So 40 something. 42. 42. 42, I think. Yeah, because you already added in the smite once. So let me see about massive damage because of that. Wouldn't it have really to drop him and then go like over? Um, 20 plus three times your character level or hit dice for creatures. Hang on, calculator again. Okay, you got really close. You got really close. Oof. But it was not massive damage. He is unconscious. <sighs> Valor. Valor. And he's just like very angrily staring at the guy. <laughs> Valor. Can you heal me? Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Captain. Oh, no. Yep. Come here. Just, uh, and um, I'll, he'll lay, uh, how messed up are you? Uh, I have three hit points left. He's going to put the full 15 lay on hands into, into, into her. Yeah. And just, so like the, a gold and green light now just kind of glow from out his hands. It just, okay. Thank you. It stings a lot. <laughs> like peroxide hit an yeah, open fine. wound. If I'm all sorry. the arrows are in the person we just attacked, is it possible for me to get them all back? No, they can survival. That's I so medicine check. Just Apple start going. It's, it's exactly. I mean, I mean, I could wait. Is there a doctor around that can help me get my arrows back? Maybe. If, he, if he's unconscious, maybe. Can I leave my signature on him if I spend the exertion point? <laughs> Just yeah. because you want to? Okay. Well, yeah. Because I can use a bonus action to intimidate intimidate him. And if, <laughs> intimidate fail, and, and, uh, if he fails like uh, a saving throw, he's frightened of me. So if he tries to like break out of whatever binds we put him in, since he's not dead, it's it's a calculated uh, you know contingency. Like just you being extremely sadistic. And um, yeah, I mean it's also like oh, if this guy does escape, he'll have this bird symbol 
on him from me. So until he gets it healed. I got I, 21 for my medicine check. Oh, yeah. You got it out fine. Yeah, after, I, yeah, after I like crushed him to bits, uh, Valar would just kind of... <laughs> the, I'm pretty sure the, the bandages on his knuckles are like bloodied. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, like, you broke his nose. That's what I'm assuming. I imagine it's just stuff. Sucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, definitely wrapping like the wounds and just at least covering them so they don't bleed out. Valor uh, yeah. uh, just go, no. Leave them. So this will be a reminder to not hurt me. Or my friends, and he'll just take a rope and start wrapping around, like hog tie him like a pig. Could I have a um, intelligence sleight of hand? Woo! Okay. Did you like yeah, some well, help? Oh, you could help. Yeah. So you can make advantage. advantage. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's better. Uh, that would be a sleight of hand. Will be. 16 plus 1 for me, so 17. All right. Just Thank in you case, for the again, should he try to escape, that now that's, that's the DC. Okay. How hard it is to, to escape. And uh, Valar will go through his pockets and try and find uh, letters, the, uh, the wanted poster, whatever. <laughs> because who is this guy? We <laughs> do find a missive in Elvish. Uh, from hand. Can I take the weapons? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's got a pretty um, mediocre uh, short bow with, um, we'll say, um, 18 arrows remaining. I Taking those the arrows. arrows. Um, and then I'm just going to kind of snap the bow. And he also has a silvered short sword. Yeah, I'm going to take that. <laughs> and in, uh, actually, uh, in his pocket, there is a um, there is a letter, that missive. Um, you also see on his ring on his hand, a ring, uh, really lovely, uh, made of silver and amethyst, uh, in the shape of a, it's like a silver ring with amethyst eyes, shaped like a wolf's head. Uh, the missive is an elvish, and it, uh, it reads, it's a missive, yes, it's for your, um, your capture or execution for the crime of interrupting the sacred ritual. And when you read that, you get a faint memory, very faint. You're cleaning and there are voices coming from behind the door. Um. Okay. Um. What? No. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> uh, voices from behind the door. <laughs> yes, you're in a hallway of some kind. Clearly, elvish, beautiful. 
Mm. But you can't make out what the voices are, and you don't think anyone's supposed to be here this late. But if you can't remember if you pushed open the door or not. Based on the consequences of things, you'd have to assume that you did. But I don't remember what you saw. Do I remember how other people got implicated? Hmm. Just kind of like look at the where once the other one was. And he was just like looking on his hand where the green one is now. And he's like, hmm. Uh. I don't understand, but I will interrogate him later if you all would like to help me. And he'll just wrap the rest of the rope around his waist and just start dragging him back to the boat. <laughs> Convenient that you have a brig, huh? Yes, putting him in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> Under the boat. In the house. Wait, that made no sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fully bound, no weapons. Like no armor. Oh yeah, he also had. Um, he did have leather armor on. Um, with uh, it is damaged. Kind of I think because there were a lot. He, was, he had a lot of things happen to him. <laughs> Can I throw this in the water, just in the ocean? Sure. All right. I throw his shoes. Uh, I throw his armor. I throw basically whatever that wasn't really of any value of his into the ocean. Captain is just the amount of petty, and I love her for it. <laughs> so petty. So, so petty. Uh, all right. Let's go see, uh, let's go see Ella. Bring back the crystal ball and find out what the Skyrock is. <laughs> we will figure that mystery out next week because Ooh. it's time for outros, my lovely cast and crew. Well, hey, pun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good, good. We'll go that that way. So, Kurt, Gabby, Took, Roe, who are you? Where can we find you? Hello, uh, my name is Kurt Stridinger. You can find me on social medias at Mr. Kurtwise. Uh, you can also find me at Kofi.com slash Mr. Kurtwise, where you can buy some cool stuff. Uh, and then you can also catch me on twitch.tv slash 5% chance in about an hour and a half here, uh, where I will be DMing a little game called Diceberg. Whoop, whoop. Give it a hey, watch. Hey. I've been watching. He's so good. <laughs> Kurt's the best. Yes. Kurt's wonderful. Um... <laughs> This is just this is just me promoting Kurt, um, <laughs> and now me. Um, you can find me at Gabby So Gabby on TikTok. I also have a Twitter now, but I don't really go on there. So just look my TikTok for any updates on things that I want to do <clears throat> that I'm doing and stuff like that. Um, also, we're off hiatus, so check us out after you watch Kurt's stuff. You could. Bounce on over to twitch.tv slash Ryan the Enchanter to check out Queer Questers. Uh, we just took a two-week hiatus, so we're coming back fully, feeling fully rested and energetic. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. Check us out. Now, Whoop. to row or took. I think it's me and then row. Yeah, yes. okay. Then. okay. Then it's the next circle. Okay. Well, hello. I am took. I guess, man. You know, I guess. Uh, but you can find me on all of the social medias at Took I Guess. You can mostly find me on TikTok and Twitch. And when you guys are done watching uh, Kurt and Gabby on their shows, 
you could come by my channel. I do regular streams by myself where I you get to see me be my my little character took. I can I got him to talk now. It's so cool. Uh <laughs> and I have a crap ton of just tabletop RPG shows on my channel where other people DM, where other people will be broadcasting because I trust them and they're really good friends of mine. So come by, say what's up, and we'll have a good time. Uh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on uh, all social media at Call Me Caulfield, including Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Call Me Caulfield. Uh, I'm mostly on Twitter. Uh, I've got some really cool TTRPG projects coming soon that I haven't really talked about all that much. I have a game coming out this year. I mostly design them. I'm a professional dungeon master, so you can pay me to run games for you and your friends. You can also just pay me to be in your shows and stuff if you want. Um, <laughs> I do podcasts. I do streams. I write TTRPGs. Um, and... I think everyone else in this game is incredible and you should check out all of their stuff. Um, also, if you want to see me tweet mostly about sports right now, because I have nothing else I can really talk about publicly, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter. You're going to hate it. Uh, <laughs> I promise. It's going to be all dice and dungeons soon. Wait, wait. Uh, one more thing. Almost forgot. Um, tomorrow is the interview on Two Shades of Nerd that is on the Chaotic Conclave channel that me and my best buddy Val is doing. Mr. Kurt Wise here is the next one. He's the next one here. He's going to be so come by and see the, the really bad jokes that we, <laughs> that we came up with. Um, and we talked about once again the poop knife. And I apologize. <laughs> but um, we will be premiering that at 2 p.m. CST. So whatever Tom's on that issue, please come. <laughs> so there he go right there. Trigger one. Uh, please come by and uh, give us a looky poo. And you might see these other three on here at some point. Maybe. <laughs> by the way, Caulfield is spelled C-A-U-L-F-I-E-L-D. People get it wrong all the time. I did at first, too. And I have to keep relooking. And I just copy and pasted it. People forget the, <laughs> the first L. Please follow me on Twitter. Please. Boom. Please. And I have been your narrator. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore DM underscore Sarah. And I think the most recent thing that I had come out is that if you are subscribed to Insider's stuff, I wrote their Eldritch items. Ooh. So if you want to see my designs, well, and if you've ever wanted an eyeball on your plate that makes the food taste really good, but it does always look at you while you're eating... This is the magic item collection what? for you. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. There's the URL. And also working on layout for a Kickstarter. So I know we had some folks here from Rising of Chicanery. And it is on a Kickstarter. It's called Hunger and Hacking, Crafting Personalized Tweets. So, you know, if you want something that's A5D compatible, third party from one, from one of the designers. Check it out. It looks well. It will look really good once I get the copy types, but that's what I do. Thank you so much for watching. This is good Starcraft Seasons. Hope you have a wonderful night. See you next time. <laughs>